All right, welcome to the well, welcome back to the Three and Out podcast. We had a little three week hiatus. Uh, Zach was traveling around. Yes, sir. I was in Southern Florida for a couple of weeks, opening up a pharmacy, which was very exciting. That is exciting. Uh, but we're back now. We're back for week ten picks. Can't believe it's week ten already. Can you believe it? No, no. Season is flying by. Actually, I didn't even think we'd get this far. They have uh, just voted to add like a eighth playoff team if someone else gets canceled. Oh wow, good. I'm glad they're making adjustments mid year. Yeah. Well, it just feels like everybody has everybody every team gets a COVID person and then like they're able to play. I don't understand it. Yeah, I know. It's like they get tested, they positive tests on Thursday, and then Sunday they no positive tests and they play. It's very weird. Yeah, I'm not. I'm a little confused about that. But anyways. It's been a rough few weeks for your boy here. I'm uh, I fall into 67 and 64 overall. I've been wow. uh, dancing around uh, 500 the last few weeks. It's been rough. It's been rough. Hey, the last three weeks have been good for me standings wise. I'm up to 74 and 59. Uh, I'm in the top three of the entire pool. There you go. Imagine if I had put a hundred dollars on every single one of these games this year. You should have. I know. I'd only be up 1,500 bucks though. Which is still a lot. Yeah, it's better than uh, nothing. But a lot's happened uh, since we last spoke. Yeah, we have a new president-elect. Yeah, you know, there's, there's something I want to say about that. It, it just goes out to all the, all the people listening, the 40 or 50 viewers that we have. You know, I think, I think what's happening right now in, in the American political landscape is, is embarrassing you know, every day you go, first thing a lot of people do, first thing I do is check Twitter in the morning. And you have these, these, these onslaughts of tweets, and it's just propaganda filled. It's just complete nonsense all day from, from Donald Trump. You have 12 different courts have already rejected to even hear his lawsuits of fraud. He's 0 for 12 in getting any judge to listen to his fake claims about fraud. So I, I guess I have a, a message. The message is this, that it's okay to lose, right? I mean, everybody goes through losses in their life. But what you need to do is pick up your ball, come back in two years, muster up enough support for some, for some congressional candidates in 2022, try to take back the House, try to increase your lead in the Senate, and then come back again in 2024. Keep fighting for what you believe in, the ideas, the policies, but choose a candidate that actually values the institution set forth by the Constitution. It's okay to be pro-life. It's okay to be pro-gun. It's okay to be all about small government and trying to be fiscally conservative, which, by the way, is not what this administration was. But the ideas behind being a Republican, it's okay to, be the, to believe in that stuff. People don't hate you for that. The divide comes from being so blinded by someone who only gives a shit about themselves and letting them get away with anything and everything because you're brainwashed. That's what that's the problem. The problem isn't that we dislike each other because I believe in climate change and you don't. That's not the problem. Wake up, find a better candidate and then come back and rejoin the dance. In a moment like this one right now, this moment right here, this is going to go down in history. People are going to be talking about this forever. The only thing that matters is the democracy. 
And if we, if we let this guy, he's opening the door for somebody to do this in 10 years, another, somebody else to try this in 20 years until eventually the democracy falls. So that's my message. Find a better candidate, someone who cares about America, actually, who believes in the Constitution and the institutions set forth by the Constitution and fight for what you believe in. That's OK. That's all good and well. That's what makes us America. But get off this guy's jock. Well said. Well said. It's uh, it's comical to still see some people posting 45 stories to their Instagram defending that guy like what are you doing like, come on it, it's amazing it really is and and like, and, I, like I said 12, 12 judges have already said what I'm listening to this I've 12. I, I had a uh, back when I first lived here in Vegas the first year first time around I had a friend I made at the Aria um, her and her husband were pretty cool we hang out a lot go out nothing weird don't get those ideas but they have turned in the last five years from being cool, laid back, smoking weed, getting some beers, to full-on conspiracy theorists. Like, full-on just putting out posts every single day telling us how it's coming, how all the far left are going to be embarrassed and exposed. exposed, and how dumb we are, and how mainstream media has been feeding us the divide that is happening and that's just it's preposterous i can't even i can't even read it it's 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 ugly it's absolutely shocking to me how somebody can watch a clip or read uh something on facebook without having any proof that that is actually real and they take what they saw and they just amplify it by a hundred and it's not none of it's most of it's not true there's people doing press conferences even still defending the votes and it's i don't know it's just so stupid it really is so stupid and i and i listen the gop the senators that aren't coming out right now and congratulating president-elect or they don't even have to congratulate president-elect biden they just have to condemn trump and what he's doing there anybody who's up for re-election in the next couple years 2022 24 they're done they're gonna the the entire left side of the political party is going to uh, come together and beat these guys like Marco Rubio, loser. Anyways, yeah. back to football. That was a nice rant. That was spoken like uh, I was watching CNN at 2.30 in the morning. Oh, thank you. Uh, <laughs> I've become very invested in politics the last 10 years of my life. Uh, even before Trump, I was very invested. And you know, one of the craziest things is that I was, in 2016, I was one of the people who hated Hillary Clinton. I did not want Hillary Clinton to become president. I was actually advocating and i was i i like the idea of trump becoming president at that time i thought that he might be a little a spark of energy something different uh that could help the country um but it yeah as soon as he got elected it was just it, it was just all sour taste in my mouth from there on out yeah he sucks <laughs> <laughs> anyways I just I right, so just ugh, reading on I'm just reading on Twitter real quick. Oh, James Harden wants to go to the Heat. Get the fuck out of here, bro. Yeah. I saw the Nets too. Yeah, you're not coming to Miami, bro. Fuck you. He's more likely to go to Miami though than he is to Brooklyn. What? Why? Why would we get him? 
I know. I'm just saying because of uh, the Nets already have their two stars. Uh, we have us. We just went to the finals. What are we gonna I get, get James it. Harden I get for? It. I get it. I wouldn't want him either if I was you. If we fucking trade anyone that I like for him, I'm gonna be so mad. <laughs> that dude. That dude fucking has. He. You think he's part of the culture? <laughs> yeah, right. Fuck out of no. here. Nah, he's gonna. I don't. I don't see him actually getting traded anywhere. I don't think anybody's gonna bite. I, I just had to get that off my chest. I hope he does not go to Miami. Well, so for this week for picks, we decided not to look up any stats. Uh, so we're going to go strictly off of gut feeling for all of these picks. So the descriptions and the reasons why we're choosing them won't be long. It's literally going to be our gut feeling. I followed my gut my entire life. And look where I am. <laughs> Uh, I had a nice joke there, but I'm not going to say it. (laughs) (laughs) All right, first game tomorrow night, Thursday night. We start with the Tennessee Titans hosting the Indianapolis Colts. Tennessee is giving two and a half. Tennessee is six and two. Indy is five and three. What do you like? Indy's fresh off that loss to to the Ravens. I don't know. I just can't buy into Indy. I think their defense is good, but their offense is eh. I'm going Tennessee, two and a half. I'm on. I'm also taking Tennessee here. I think I think two and a half is too low. Uh, I think they put up just enough points, maybe win by six. Yeah, I can see that. I got I just signed Tannehill too for my fantasy team, so let go. Yeah, fuck off. It's a sore subject. I guess. <clears throat> Next up, uh, so we're both on Tennessee there. Yep, that's a decent Thursday night game. They're the same exact team to me. Yeah, it'll be like a 24-21 game. We'll see, though. Cleveland is next up. They're hosting the Houston Texans. Cleveland's favored by three and a half. They're coming off a bye, right? And I I saw Nick Chubb might be back, too. Baker Mayfield's on the COVID list. Yeah, is that that the real COVID list, or is he on the fake one where he can play in a day? I don't know. I I have no idea if he's playing or not. I think he is. Let's see. Well, three and a half. Who do you like in that? Let's see what I'm taking. Is. I'm I'm taking Houston. Are you? Yeah. Why? Yep. Just a gut feeling. I don't know. Houston. They got a new a new culture since they got rid of the coach. <laughs> new culture. They won like one game. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Listen, I told you I'm going off of my gut. <laughs> going off of my gut. Listen, I'm the one who's 74 and uh, 59. Okay. Yeah. I mean. Yeah. Okay. We still have neither of us have gained anything from it. <laughs> I'm taking Houston. Houston three and a half. I'm gonna go Cleveland. I think uh, if Nick Chubb's back for sure, I think they can make some moves. But yeah, fresh off a of bye, fresh legs. They take it to Houston. Get out of here, Houston. They need a whole revamp. I agree with that. Uh, next up, we got the Lions three and five hosting the football team, the Washington football team. That is the Lions are giving five and a half. What do you got? I'm not taking the Washington football team ever again. Alex Smith is the starter now going forward. Haskins good for him. Up. Yeah. Good for good him. Good for him. But they stink and he stinks. So I hope he does well. I hope he does well. But Detroit, I think Galladay might play. If he does, I want to take that five and a half. I bet on them last week to beat my Vikings. And they didn't. They did not, and Matthew Stafford didn't get any of my garbage points in the fourth quarter. I think Detroit bounces back here against the Washington football team. I'll take uh, Detroit five and a half. 
I'm also taking Detroit five and a half here. I think Washington is just terrible. I have no reason to pick them. No matter what the spread is, I'm taking Detroit. I like that. Next, we have Green Bay hosting the Jacksonville Jaguars. And Green Bay is favored by 14 and a half. And that kid that was playing quarterback, Luton, for the Jacksonville Jaguars wasn't that bad. Is he playing this week or is Minshew back? I think I think he's back. I don't think it's I don't think it's been announced yet who's the starter. I'm not too sure, but I would play Luton over Minshew. Minshew stinks. I'm taking the Jags. Luton, let's see. Yeah, he's playing again. Likely oh, to start. Good, good. I'm taking the Jags. You're taking the Jags? Yep. Oh, I think Four- I think Green Bay's about to savage these guys. Fourteen and a half's a lot. Yeah. I'm taking the Green Bay though. Fourteen and a half. I think they're gonna run all over them and they're gonna put Aaron Jones on the bench at half and then put in Jamal Williams. Are you starting both of them in fantasy? Yeah, and Russell Tanyan. Nice. Look at you. All Green Bay, but Jackson, so you have to you have to feels awful. <laughs> And they're going into the Lambeau. I think this is like a 38-7 game. All right. We, we shall see. I've taken Next all up. four favorites so far. So I know. That's not good. We'll see. Next up, we got the Eagles, 3-4-1, and one, visiting the New York Giants and giving the Giants three and a half. Thoughts? I'm taking the Giants. I think the Giants are good. I don't, I don't think Daniel Jones is the answer, but their defense is solid. They have weapons on offense. I'm taking uh, the Giants plus three and a half. I am also taking the Giants plus three and a half. Same reasons as you said. They're solid. They're solid. They're they're not great anywhere, but they're okay. They're solid. They got a lot of young pieces. I think if they could add like Matt Stafford next year. Nah, they're going to take Josh Fields. Justin Fields? Justin Fields, sorry. I don't know. I don't know. What do you mean you don't know? That's who they're taking. Why? They get the second pick. They're not passing up on him. Why would they get the second pick? The Jets and the Jags don't have the first two. The Giants aren't that bad, and they have a they're lot of division still, games. Hey, there's still there's still a lot of games left. Yeah, they have a lot of division games left, though, which means they can win them. The Giants are still in this. I'm liking the Giants here. I'm Giants, getting on board. Isn't it so sad when you can say a team's two and seven and they're still in it? <laughs> That's the state of the NFC East. Once a proud division. They're falling in hard times. All right. All right, we're both on the Giants there. Yeah, next we have Carolina Panthers hosting Tampa Bay, who just got shellacked again by New Orleans. And, but Tampa's favored by six and a half here. And no McCaffrey for Carolina. Who are you going I'm with? I'm rolling with uh, Tampa. Bounce back game, no McCaffrey. Even though Mike Davis played well, you can't even say that's really a drop off there. Um, it is, but it's not substantial. Uh, I think Tampa Bay has a nice bounce back game and whoops these guys. I'm going to take Carolina plus six and a half. Wow. Carolina is my team that always covers, but it's not not this week. I like that. I'm going to take Carolina just because I need some more dogs. All right. I'm curious who you're going to take here then. Vegas is hosting Denver. Vegas is giving five and a half. I'm taking Denver. Same. Plus five and a half. Vegas is good, but they give up. I think they've given up 30 points in every game this year, except for one. 
and Drew Locke. I mean, I hated him. I hated on him at the beginning, but he's uh, he's been pretty impressive the last couple of weeks. Ah, I'm not big on Drew Locke. I think he gets you them... are the one that was big on Drew Locke. Yeah, I just said I'm not anymore. I think he's the one that gets him into those holes where he has to throw the ball so much because he sucks to be in the game. Wow, interesting. So therefore, they got to throw the ball the rest of the game, and he finally started getting intact with my boy Jerry Judy. Finally. I don't know. Denver's a weird team, but I'll take them in this game. Vegas is also weird. I don't trust their defense. I think this game's like a 35-31 shootout. All right, so take the over. Oh, wow, that's my, my number one bet of the week. Let me write that down. Number one bet of the week. Nice. Nice. Next, we have the Pittsburgh Steelers, favored by 9.5 at home against the Cincinnati Bengals. Big Ben is banged up. Nine and a half a lot. I'm taking the Bengals. Oh, you love the Bengals. <laughs> Two years in a row, I've taken the Bengals all the time. I'm taking Pittsburgh. <laughs> minus nine and a half. I think the Bengals are like a team that shows up every once in a while. They did that last week. We'll see you again in a few weeks. I'm going I don't think I don't think the Steelers are going undefeated, right? So they're gonna lose eventually. And nine and a half, I might as well take it. Hey. This is the type of game I could see I could see the Steelers just kind of laying down for. Not not getting up for, not prepared. Not that they're not prepared, but just kind of overlooking the Bengals. Just like they almost did with the Cowboys. I can see that. At least the Cowboys covered a spread finally. Good for them. I know. Only one person in our entire pool took the Cowboys. They were making fun of them last week. I know. Next up, we got the Miami Dolphins coming off a big win against the Arizona Cardinals. They're five and three. They're giving two and a half to the visiting Chargers, who are coming off another oh brutal loss. Just absolutely heartbreaking for Chargers fans. This is a good game. I I like this game. This is like a future AFC Championship preview. Tua versus Herbert. Miami's good. I like the coach, uh, Flores. He's got them playing really well. Yeah, I don't know what to take in this game. This is a toughie. I, I just, I guess I have to take Miami because the Chargers will probably lose on the last second field goal. <laughs> I'm taking the Chargers. Yeah, I'm taking Miami. <laughs> minus two and a half. Chargers will lose on the last second field goal. <laughs> I love Herbert, though. He's a beast. He is. He's good. Well, what are they doing? They traded Desmond King for a six-round pick. What is that all about? Desmond King's solid. They trade him to Anthony. Tennessee. I think it's time for Anthony Lynn to go to get going. Yeah, they need somebody that can come in there and do something with Herbert. I mean, they got they got the pieces. They got receivers. They got a tight end. They got the quarterback. They got the safety if he ever stays healthy. Derwin James. He's been out for like two years. I know. Yeah, I'm going Miami there. Let's go. All right, I'm all on board. Chargers. Pete Mason, it's for you. Next, we have the Arizona Cardinals hosting. The Buffalo Bills and Arizona's favored by one and a half. I was kind of surprised by that, probably just because they're at home. Yeah, it's got to be why. Buffalo whooped the Seahawks last week, but they gave up so many points. Again, defense is non existent. I'm taking Buffalo. Uh, what do you think the over under is? Uh, I haven't seen it at all, so I would say it's probably 51, 56. Oh, wow. I'm going to take the Cardinals here. I'm still not buying the Bills. I think Miami can win that division over them. I, I the, the reason why I don't think so is because that uh, 
Miami's got a bad divisional record. I think two of their losses are in the division. Yeah, yeah they the lost Bills to the, Pats and the Patriots. One, yeah. And the and the Bills and Buffalo's undefeated in the division, so I think they're they're four and zero in the division. So I I just don't see how how they can uh, even if unless unless Buffalo goes on a serious losing streak, I don't see how Miami even if they have the same record, I don't see how Miami can take the division. Yeah, I don't know. I'm I'm not buying the Bills at all. I don't take them seriously. Really, they're all. You don't think that you don't think that that was impressive last week? No, they gave up. Seattle's a legit team. They, Seattle's legit. I mean, you got to think of it like this. There's a 10 a.m. early from the West. It's one of those games. Doesn't it's matter. Seattle like... was like 10 and 0. Seattle was 10 and 0 in the previous 10, 10 games on the West, on the East Coast with a 1 p.m. start. So that's irrelevant. Well, it's got to fall sometime. You can't win them all. Anyways, they, I mean, the Bills' defense is nowhere to be found. If Russell Wilson was on point like he normally is and didn't turn the ball over those few times, it's a totally different story. Well, credit to the Bills' defense for getting those turnovers. Uh, uh, one of those picks that Russell wasn't through was a was his error. Yeah, the one in the end zone. Yeah, that was his fault. Yeah. So I don't know. I just don't see the Bills stopping anybody in any meaningful game. Yeah, it's going to be tough to stop Kyler when it comes That's down true. to it. So. I, I don't disagree with that. I don't disagree with that. Next up, you got the Rams. Five and three, giving one and a half to Seattle, the aforementioned Seattle Seahawks, who are six and two. Uh, what do you like? I like the Seahawks getting one and a half. I like the Seahawks as well. I don't trust the Rams still. I think the Rams are good, but anytime the Seahawks are dogs, I think you got to take them. Yeah, I agree. And if the Rams are smart, they would literally just watch the play the the game film from last week and see all you got to do is throw every single down. Against Seattle. See, now you know why I started Jimmy G a few weeks ago in fantasy. I thought I was expecting the 40 points, but instead he got me nothing. Four. He got yeah. you four. <laughs> Bum. But, yeah, I'm right, so Seattle there. All right, we're both on Seattle. Uh, New Orleans next. Nine and a half favorites at home with a, an injury-riddled San Francisco 49er team coming in. Mullins at quarterback, I believe. Yeah, uh, I'm taking San Fran. Are you? Yeah, I don't. I don't buy New Orleans. I, I can't believe they're six and two. Uh, they just aren't good. They're not that good to me. And nine and a half is a lot. I think they're going to win probably by eight. I'm taking New Orleans. I never take New Orleans either. I don't know. The Niners' defense is hurt. They're suspect. Their offense is suspect. Depot might play this week. But New Orleans is rolling right now, and I think they're going to try and keep going with after the big win last week. And I think they can win by 10 at home against a Niners team with nobody. Richie, yeah. Richie James leading the receivers. Ugly, ugly. Next up, I don't know how New England keeps getting these primetime games. Flex this game out of here. This game should not be the Sunday night football game. Team can barely beat the Jets. This, this should not be. Baltimore, 6-2, and two, visiting New England. Given New England seven and a half, that's got to be up to like ten by now. Let me look real quick. I'm taking Baltimore. I think that's an easy one. I'm pretty sure you're taking Baltimore too. I'm taking Baltimore. I can't stand up for the Patriots. I mean, come on. What are you doing? You barely beat the Jets. It's seven. What? Oh my god! All right, I lock that one in for the pick of the week. Cam Newton can't throw. Yeah, he stinks. Jacoby he's, Myers he's... looks good. Cam Newton's about to be a backup. I was talking to Gnidic, um well, during that game, and I said, I mean, honestly, I can see Cam Newton out of the league in two years. Not even. Maybe even after this. He can't throw. 
Yeah, he can run, but he can't even run. Their whole that defense, they're slow. It's just they're just ugly. I don't know yeah, what's going bad. on there. They barely beat the Jets, so how can we take them seriously? They're bad. Baltimore seven and a half. So right, what nice. do you think the over under in that game is? Take a guess. Probably thirty nine. You're close. It's forty three and a half. Yeah, I'd probably still take the over because I think Baltimore throws up thirty five on them on their own. And we finish up on Monday Night Football with the game of the week. The Bears and their terrific, terrific offense host the Vikings, who are red hot. Let's go. Weren't the Bears, didn't they start 4-1? and one? Yeah, the Bears stick. Their offense is not they terrific. Stink. Obviously, if you caught my satire there, the Bears offense. Nick Foles sucks. Yeah, he sucks. <laughs> Get oh this guy out of here, dude. He sucks. I would put Trubisky back in. Uh, not even <laughs> Me look too. Back. Their Me offensive too. line stinks. Nick Foles stinks. He can't run anywhere. <laughs> the whole team stinks. Montgomery stinks. <laughs> I never thought I'd see a quarterback slower than Tom Brady running, but Nick Foles, he is slow. I can't even watch that dude play. That's why I like the Vikings here. Two and a half. They're hot. And one of those game, one of those wins was against the Packers. Let's remember that. In Lambeau. So we're here. I, what I say earlier this year, I said the first few weeks are going to be rough. Then they're going to figure it out, and towards the end of the season, they'll start playing well. And that's exactly what's starting to happen. I actually think you said we'll be 0-8 and, and we'll fire Mike Zimmer. I didn't never well, said fire Mike Zimmer. Let's halt, halt that. Okay. I'm sure we got this recorded somewhere that it might be Mike Zimmer's time to go. He's old philosophy. He chokes in big games in the playoffs. I remember all of that. I have said those things, yes, and those things are all facts. I, I'm taking the Vikings also. Yeah, Kirk Cousins, if he doesn't have to throw, Dalvin Cook's going off, should be MVP. It's going off. He pro- yeah, he probably will be MVP. Uh, but maybe not. Maybe Offensive Player of the Year. Oh, yeah. I mean, he's going off. But the best thing about Dalvin Cook is it forces Kirk Cousins not to throw the ball. Dalvin Cook does it so gracefully, too. I don't know if gracefully is the right word, but, like, he hits the whole – breaks the first line, and then all of a sudden he's just off, and you don't even touch him. You know what? He can even see him. He's just gone. Yeah. I like what's uh, happening here in Minnesota. They got me believing again. If we win this, and that's three in a row against our three division uh, opponents, bring it. Let's go. Especially if they add an eight team to the playoffs. Hey, I don't want to see us play anybody in the playoffs with Kirk, but I mean, hey, I'll take you it. You never know. Dalvin could carry. What what's I don't know what the over under is. I picked I picked forty four for points. What what is it's it? Forty four and a half. Oh, who's better than me? I had forty seven. Right, I'm going forty four. I wish I went like thirty because we'll probably shut them out. All right, so here let's see how many games we have the same. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven games out of the fourteen. We have the same, right in half. All right. We'll so see. let's both get those. Let's get those seven, both of us, all seven. And then we go from there. We add on. All right. Yeah, that sounds good to me. Let's switch gears really quick. What do you think about Steve Cohen? Give me your thoughts. Yeah, yeah everybody should be scared. Very scared. How excited are you? Uh, I don't know. It hasn't really set in yet. But I know that we fucking are better than all you guys now. What's up? Listen, I'm not even a Mets fan, and I'm excited for the Mets. I think this is great for baseball. Everything you said was perfect. Yeah, it's perfect. It was we, like it was like we have almost the reminded money. me of like uh yeah, you do have the money. Maybe you're gonna go get Lindor, maybe you'll get Arenado, maybe, maybe you're both. gonna sign Trevor Bauer. Who just won Cy Young. Trevor Bauer did not win the Cy Young, did he? Yeah, he just won it. 
Oh, I thought. Uh, oh, he was on the Reds. Bauer and uh, Bieber. Bieber won. But if we get yeah. Bauer and add him, with and you have you have Degrom, Syndergaard, Strowman, and Bauer and Peterson, David Peterson, who's nice. Let go. Come fuck with us. I don't think anybody knows what's really about to happen. We're about to be the new Dodgers. We're going to get everybody we want. We're about to have a farm system better than all of yours, and we're about to eat. Eat. And I, I hope, hope so. Watch. I hope so. That's great for baseball. And you know what? And you know what? You know what's going to happen is that once the Steinbrenners see the Mets go crazy, winning games, spending all this money, you know they're not going to be able to take it, and they're going to have to do the same fucking thing. And we're going to start spending crazy money again. Oh, let's go! This is going to be. This is about to be a nice era for New York baseball. I'm glad that it's happening. I need a World Series title in my life. I mean, yeah, I'm glad for you. I'm glad for all the Mets fans out there too, because you guys have been starving for any, just even. Competent front offices. Well, it's here now. Let go. I'm I'm excited for it. Yeah, I ex- how the best part was he expects a championship within three to five years. Let's go. I mean, listen, everybody, every owner says that, but with him, you actually know that him adding on with the statement saying "I'm not in this to make money." That was just like, oh yes, let's go, let's yeah. go. I hope he takes my idea for the bar outside. He hasn't tweeted me back, so. You gotta keep. You gotta tweet him every day. I'm just gonna sign his DMs. You know what's gonna happen is one day you're just gonna see it, and he's you're not gonna be a part of it. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna be going to my first Mets game at City Field in years, and my bar will be there. <laughs> I'm gonna start tweeting his wife. Maybe she'll answer. Maybe that's probably you. Probably better there. Yeah, we'll see. All right. Well, that's it for week ten. Good to be back on the podcast. We'll be back regularly now. Uh, I am going back to Southern Florida next week, but I'm going to make sure we block off time to um, record the cast. Hopefully one of us can win one of these weeks. And, uh, yeah, go Mets. Yeah, LGM and Skull. Let's go. (laughs) All right, I'll talk to you. Good luck, everyone. Welcome to the Three and Out Podcast.